Hello, this is Scotty McCoy, and I'm the author of the Ultimate Friday the 13th Trivia Book, and I am doing another book called The Ultimate Slasher Movie Encyclopedia, and I am interviewing the uh, alumni for the Friday the 13th franchise, and this alumni that I'm going to be interviewing is from Friday the 13th Part 5, A New Beginning. She played Tina. It is Debbie Sue Voorhees. Hi, Debbie. Hi there. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm perfect. That's great. So I have a couple questions I'm going to be asking you, approximately 10 or so. Um, so uh, the first question I have for you is, uh, what was it like auditioning for Friday the 13th Part 5 in the beginning? Well, um, you know, it, it, well, obviously it was a packed house. There were a lot of people there. I remember that. I remember that they have a, a big kick out of um, my last name. They thought that was really funny. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it was, it was actually kind of a complicated process. Um, I want to say I went in at least for three auditions. You know, the first one, I know a lot of people talk about, um, you know, that they didn't initially know that it was Friday the 13th. And I can't remember exactly when I found out. Um, I do remember seeing the, uh, what was it, rendition or something Repetition, like Repetition, yeah. Repetition, that's yeah. that, okay. Um, I remember seeing it on the script, but I'm pretty certain I knew it was right at 13 <laughs> at that point. So um, I'm not sure why I knew sooner than others, but I'm, I'm assuming, you know, my memories are faulty. They're not always the best, <laughs> you know, so it may be that I didn't know until the second interview. Right. But definitely by the second interview, I knew for sure. Right. That it was pretty, yeah. I see. So, a lot, I mean, everybody, now I have to ask this question because everybody remembers Tina doing the new scene with Eddie in the woods on the Hubbard farm. So uh, this part has a couple of questions. Uh, this like, question has a couple parts to it. So the first one is, how was it doing a nude scene in a film? And then it, was it comfortable? And if it wasn't comfortable, how did they? How did like the crew members make it comfortable so the scene could get done? Um. Well, you know, sometimes discomfort is not necessarily a bad thing when you're acting because you have a certain amount of emotion that's just part of it. But actually. What um, John and I did was that we met early. Uh, you know, John Robert Dixon, he and I, we met the day before uh, we were going to do it. So it was the first day uh, of the shoot that we were going to do that particular scene. And it actually made a lot of sense to say, oh, well, gosh, it didn't even give you a chance to get comfortable. Well, no, what it did is it didn't get me a chance to really get up tight. Because mm -hmm. I hadn't really met a lot of people, you know, I didn't have days and days and days to sit there and start getting more and more anxious as time went by. It's like getting open with the hard part right off the bat. Right. And I think overall, I think um, Danny, he uh, was really helpful. He helped out. Um, he was just really respectful, really nice. Honestly, everybody was. You know, they kept a rope there for me, and, you know, it, it really, and it made a close set, so only absolute necessary people were there. Okay. And other than that, you know, everybody right. else had to go someplace else. <laughs> so, it was, you know, 
I think I would say the most difficult part was once they put the mask on and they put the, the blood in it because it actually burned my eyes really well. Wow. And but then now I'm making it and I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Because, <laughs> you know, um, Daniel Ross had the, the rope there ready for me, and he always came and got me when he needed to move me one place for another, right. which was nice, you know, so he didn't, I wasn't like just waiting, and he was always like right there and letting me know where he was and what was going on. That's good, man. So, the next question, you kind of answered it a little bit, but uh, to go more in detail, how was it How was it like filming your death scene, and like, how did they prepare for the whole the whole scene, set it up from start to finish? Well, it started out with, um, I went to a, um, you know, one of the, the sculpture houses and makeup houses, right. where they actually make the, the piece that goes over, um, and what they did first was they took this... It's kind of, I really don't know exactly what it's called, but it is a kind of a, a rubbery plastic consistency, soft like, and it's thick, and they put it all over, you know, all this upper, at least this upper part of my face, and because uh, that's basically it's the mold that they'll then pour in to get the mask, right, and um. That part was hard because it actually, you know, have you ever had a slurpy man and you know, drinking, you have that big time brain freeze? Yes. And you, okay, and then you quit drinking it, right? And yes. Brain freeze was like, when you couldn't get rid of this brain freeze. Oh my right god. There. Wow. Yeah, it, was, it was intense. Wow. So, uh, um, yeah. So, that, and then, of course, they go where, away from me and they make the mask itself. And I would say that probably the, the day of, uh, one of the things that made the shoot so long was that it took about three hours to make it really look realistic yeah. and, and make that, you know, because they just have to be ever so careful because if there's any kind of little lines showing, then it's not going to look real. And right. then there was this little broken bone right here, too, uh, right on the nose part right so that that took a lot, and of course then they had to like do a little touch here, a little touch there, mm -hmm. and then you know they shot for film, and then they shot for television. Oh wow! That so, you know because they couldn't have the same cuts right. for the television version. Right. So that's another thing that took a while. Wow. Yeah, so. That's that's crazy. <laughs> So, what was the experience like filming the Friday the 13th film? Um, you know, I think sometimes when you're in the middle of something, you don't really know how big something is mm -hmm. or will be. Um, I know it's not, I didn't go and see horror movies. Um, you may have heard that I have, but I'm like a real super big chicken when it comes to scary movies. That you you give me a, the the most scary thing in the whole planet to me is you start that scary music, somebody's walking down an empty hallway, and I'm just like, because <laughs> I know what's gonna happen. Something's gonna jump out of them, and I don't like that. <laughs> so, um, but making that scary film really isn't scary right. to me. 
I've heard other people say that they felt it was. I remember Melanie mentioning that it was for her, but I can understand that because she's actually running from him. Yeah. So there being more intensity. Um, for me, it wasn't. That wasn't scary at all. Watching the movies are scary to me, but actually being in a, that doesn't scare me because there's crew and cast and you know right. lights. And, Stuff and you know the person behind the mask, so to me that's not scary. Right. But we all have different things that scare us, you know. That is true too. So, so um, yeah, I think I would guess I would just say it was a lot of fun because you know when you're at lunch and somebody's walking around with their severed arm or head or something, <laughs> you know. Getting their hamburger and getting their ketchup and mustard and putting it on there. It's just kind of funny. <laughs> you know, awesome. people work nice on this set. And um, yeah, yeah, I would just say it's a lot of fun. Right. So, uh, how was Danny Spyman as a director? It, it, I thought he was terrific. He was just super easy going. Um, I never had a problem with him. Um, he just. Um, I like that he was, he was always kind of like paying attention. I felt like he paid attention to the actors and he was, they were, he was kind and sensitive right. to them and whatever their needs were. You know, within his ability, you know, um, it, it wasn't a huge budget film, so not everything mm-hmm. somebody wanted to necessarily be done. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think he tried really hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was just like one small little thing is they let me pick out my clothes. And when you're an actress and you're on set, you know, you are already kind of nervous because you've got mm-hmm. to get up there and there's a lot of pressure on you. And it's, I, you know, especially, you know, when you have, mm-hmm. a, like, with Melody or something or myself where we're supposed to be attractive. And yeah. so, you know, and I don't know. Why, but women, no matter what, you're insecure. You think, oh, you know, and like, oh, do I, you know, this is okay, you don't like this or like this. And it's, I think some of it's just probably hormones and weird things that women go through. Mm-hmm. You know, they have green hair, they want straight hair, they have straight hair, they want curly hair. It's just weird. Women are weird. Right. Especially when they go through all the hormonal stuff. And so here I am, I pick out the outfit that I want, and um, the uh, costume woman came in and gave me an outfit that was completely wrong for my body. Right. And I didn't feel comfortable wearing it, I didn't want to wear it. They were like super short short shorts instead of the the little mini skirt that I had picked out, and that I felt comfortable wearing. And um, I just was like, you know, no. Right. That's what I picked. And um, so he, Danny, walked in. He says, what's the problem? And I explained it. And he goes, she wears what she wants. Mm-hmm. You know, which is really nice. And I'm sure maybe that may not have made another person feel very good. But I'm the one that has to be on screen. I agree. So, so yeah. I thought it was really nice of him, you That's know, to true. understand. Yes, it's very good. So, it's not like a kind of a silly little thing. 
But, you know, when you can tell me you're a girl, these are good important things. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. out of everybody that you worked with on the cast, um, who did you get along with the most? Um, well, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I would know how to answer that. Um, I really feel like I got along well with everybody. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I talked to Matt quite a bit. He was really nice. Uh, you know, uh, Don Robert Dixon, he was really nice right. too. Uh, obviously, and we spent some time together. And um, I didn't get to speak as much to Melanie, but she was uh, really nice and uh, wonderful to get along with too. Right. So, um, what I think, I'm just trying to think, um, you know, I, I think. Um, what about Shafar Ross? Did you ever talk ever talk to him at all on set? I'm sorry, Tim? Shafar Ross? Yes, I like him so much. Yeah, <laughs> he's a really good guy. I think he's a nice man, you know. Right, that's great. I, I'm trying to get in touch with him for an interview, but I know he's probably very busy. Right. I, I'm sure that he'd be happy, too. Right. I, I would just say that to start pulling a few things together, so you need to have some pictures and a little bit of stuff yeah. so that they know that it's a real project. That's true, yeah. Okay. I, do, I do have a book cover. I don't know if I sent it to you or not, the book cover. If I didn't, I could send you the book cover and show you that. Oh, I don't remember. Do you have it there where you can hold it up? Um, no, cause, but I do have it on my computer. I can send it to you quick. Okay. Oh. send it to you through so Skype. That little thingy at the top? Yep. Okay. Let me get it up. There it is. And that's my face, uh, half my face, half Jason's face. Oh, cool. Okay, I'm looking for the little thing. I heard the noise. <laughs> um, not seeing the little, it should be up here, right? It should be up in the upper right hand corner, yeah. The little speech yeah. bubble. Yeah, I'm looking for it. I heard it. Do you have it open already, the chat screen, maybe? Oh, oh, then it could be down below. Okay. <laughs> there we go. I had my graphic designer make it. Uh, he, he's really good at his work. Well, how is it? I, I just clicked on it last time and it came up. But if it's just taken that. Oh, I would guess you have to hit the actual arrow, though, as opposed to just the oh, side. Okay. Looks like it's going now. Back to the internet. Imagine if I had that I tried this. I I don't still don't know if it would have been okay for live. Okay. <laughs> it did something. It probably downloaded it. Okay. Um hmm. click on it again and see if it goes through. Okay. Let's see. Oh, I see. Okay. Ah, there we go. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty cool, uh, pretty, uh, yeah. half my face, half piece of Gordy's mask. Yeah, that is so cool. I like that. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> very, very neat. Thank you very much. I'd say spend them with that. Yeah. Yeah, and if you, you know, um, What type, you know, maybe show me just a couple of other things you've done and then I can show them and then yeah, I can Yeah, that works too, yeah. Thanks. Have a nice time.
Awesome. Well, definitely send you some after the interview. I'll send it to you. If not tonight, then tomorrow, because I'll be going to bed soon, because I have to be up at 6 a.m. <laughs> almost midnight. <laughs> <laughs> so the next question I have for you, then, is uh, how did you get your start as an actress? Uh, that was me on the television show Dallas. I was actually working as a Playboy Bunny in Dallas, and um, the um, show Dallas also was being shot during the summers mm-hmm. in in Dallas and up in the Plano area. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember. When I was working at the club, um, I'm trying to remember if somebody came into the club or if it's just my um, agent calling me. But yeah, they sent me out on an audition and I ended up auditioning and got, uh, I started doing some extra work with them and then they took me on and I did uh, work as a stand up. And that was the most fun because. You were part of the crew, and, right? You know, you felt like you were part of everything, and it was really nice. And I had to learn a lot because, you know, I yeah. was quite, and I watched and I learned and listened to everything he was doing. Right. And then, um, um, and then I ended up, I ended up doing sudden speaking parts on there too. Right. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's great. My grand, she passed yeah. away a couple of years ago, but she uh, loved Dallas. She watched it all the time. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, she loved it. She watched it. She would watch it on reruns and everything. She loved it. Oh, cool. <laughs> so I wish she was still alive. I could have told her, guess who I interviewed? <laughs> See if she remembered yet. <laughs> um, so, uh, did, so did you, I guess you kind of answered this before, but did you first know when you were filming um, Friday the 13th, uh, did you first uh, know that it was a Friday the 13th film? And um, and what, or when did you find out that it was actually a Friday the 13th? What were your initial thoughts? Yeah, um, like I said before, I really am not 100% certain. Um, somebody asked me that, and like I said, I saw on the script but I really think I knew the first go around but it is possible that my faulty memory is kicked in and it really was the second time but I know I, I went there three, three times and I know right. for a hundred percent certainty I knew my interview too right so what was your initial reaction when you thought when you officially knew it was a Friday the 13th film well, I had never seen one, uh, because once again, I don't like scary <laughs> movies. Right. And, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to make my first horror comedy, so that's super cool. I'm that's excited great. about that. But, um, yeah, blood and guts and scary things, you know, I like having a wrong com girl. I like those. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what was the best uh, part or experience of being on set and in the film, and uh, what was the worst? Um, well, let's see. I guess I, it would be hard for me to pick, you know, uh, a best and a worst. Um, I guess I'd have to go with like uh, kind of my philosophy of life. 
Um, any moment that we live is very quick. Yeah. So we're like this. Yeah. We're going to have this interview, and it's going to be over and done. Yeah. But you and I uh, can talk about the interview. True. At some point. So really, um, the most important thing in life is not necessarily what you did, but what stories you have to tell as a result. Right. Um, I, uh, I have certainly hit some pretty massive roadblocks because of Friday the 13th, um, just because, you know, basically very small-minded people. Yeah. That causing me grief. Um, but I don't really, I can't really say that was like necessarily a bad thing. Right. It actually ended up bringing me back into filmmaking, which I love. Yeah. Um, I love, you know, shooting, I love writing stories, and I love the whole process of everything that it takes to make up a film. It's this magnificent, wonderful mm -hmm. creative process. And, you know, I think you may have heard I've been around of uh, two high schools yeah. and as a teacher. And, you know, I was a very good teacher. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, they had a problem with being on Friday the 13th. Would they have had the problem if it wasn't also on the internet? I don't know. Right. But they did. And so it's neither here nor there. But, you know, some of my kids came to me. And, and I have to say, I was at the time absolutely devastated because I loved my kids. Right. And I really wanted to do, uh, be able to finish off the year with them in, in a range of so was actually where I live now in right. high school. Um, I was forced to leave like, like four weeks early. Wow. And, um, mm -hmm. They even uh, were had discussed not allowing me to go to graduation. Mm -hmm. uh, I explained to them that I was going to graduation because I was going to see the kids graduate, uh, and they finally agreed not to have me arrested huh. uh, for shutting up, um, as long as I agreed not to try and sit with the teachers because I wasn't acceptable. Right. And I was like, no problem. I'll sit with the parents. And I walked in and it was like Harvard Valley PTA going on. Right. You know, eyes were flushed. Oh, I can't believe she would come. She would dare me throw her face. And I was just like, oh my God, please get over it. Right. We're talking rest. <laughs> they look just like the guy in schools. No. a little bit. Right, and the funny thing is that if you came to that school and I was there, I would be like, it's freaking Debbie, you know, freaking Boris here. He was in front of the king. Come on. Now, would you listen in my class and pay attention to me? I would, yes. I, I, I love, I'm getting my education. The thing is, I, I mean, at first I would definitely be starstruck. I was a little nervous doing this interview. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to. I'm trying to be professional. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so the huh? Says once, once my kids found out, it actually worked really well because suddenly they were listening, they were more attentive, they were more respectful. Right. They were coming in because they needed tutoring. You know, right. I suddenly 
kids grammar issue was of utmost importance. I knew that they just wanted to ask me about Friday the 13th, but guess what? They learned something because they actually paid attention. I agree. You know, I agree. You know, Definitely. It, it was pretty short-sighted, but I can't say it was a bad thing because it only brought me back to yeah. filmmaking. That's true. And I'm standing and talking to you and I have my my whole makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> you look amazing in it too. <laughs> no problem. So the last question I have for you is, uh, of course, what we... the main reason why I wanted to have you on here as well. I mean, a lot of that was Friday the 13th related. This one definitely is not. Um, do you have any future projects in the works? And can you tell the readers what the projects will be? Absolutely. I'm super excited about it. Um, I did, um, I've done a series of different films and music videos and stuff that, you know, about Shakespeare and things that I'm kind of a geek. I'm a Shakespeare geek. Right. And, um, well, uh, the rest of the world is it. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know. It was a shock. <laughs> so I decided, you know, I've been looking for a project that would appeal to my fans that I also would really enjoy doing. And I love comedy. One of my favorite chapters is Edgar Wright. And, um, you know, he's Sean as a dad, and yeah. you know, stuff like that. No, it's not so <laughs> You know, there's nothing, it's not scary, it's just funny. Yeah. And um, I love, like, John Waters, Serial Mom. And, yeah. But then, imagine, like, Psycho, too. Okay? Yeah. You know, Psycho has those darker colors and everything. Yeah. This is going to be important. I get around to the whole thing. So, I go, and... Before I pick all this out, um, I joined up with a uh, screenwriter up in New York. I, I'm sorry, a, a playwright in New York. His name's Tom Sy. And he wrote a short called Catching Up. And it's about this woman who is absolutely obsessed with this idea of murder. What would it be like to murder somebody? And I think, oh, this sounds like really great fun. Let's start comedy. I make this and I'm thinking, oh, 